to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today's episode, Josh and I are going to be talking about Get Out. Um, so, Josh, how you doing? Get Out. Finally, I saw it. Uh, sorry it took me so long. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, I was I was bitching at you for not seeing it, but I was like worried because like we'd had two major movie releases, and I was like, well, we're gonna post this pod, and like people are gonna forget about it, and then uh, and I mean, I also just like seeing it recording our podcast closer to when I see it, but also it was just like a matter of it still being in the being in the news and being a lot talked about and stuff, and then you went you went and tried to see it a couple of days ago. We're recording this on a Tuesday, and then apparently it was sold out. So I yeah. guess people are still going to see it. So I'm not really worried about the buzz being gone. That um, so I mean I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about it because I guess people are still pretty excited about this movie somehow, even if like two pretty other big blockbusters that were quality movies have come out in Logan and uh, Kong since then. Yeah, a little bit different audience for this movie, I think, than. Uh... A little different genre True. than the I'd, other two. I'd say it's a slightly different kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so do you want to give? So I, I think we're. Oh, other thing I want to say is I'm just glad you got to see it with the, with a um, with an audience because like the, you you went to an early showing, but still good yeah. amount of people. I think it's one you like. It's one of those movies that like while we like going to movies alone, it's a good one to see in a crowd. For sure, but at the same time, I kind of felt like I definitely laughed out loud a little bit more than everybody else was doing. Um, was it because like you were smarter than the people you think, and you just got some jokes? Or? No, I, I mean I don't know. I just I just appreciated like the like you could just tell when it's like yep, like that's racist. Yep, like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like yeah, like that shit happens. And, and, like, like I've seen that happen to other people, and so it's like yeah, man, it's so awkward. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know. Maybe my just like my outlet is for that is laughing instead of like cringing. I'm not sure, but so this movie's done really well at the box office. But so I'm sure a lot of you have already seen it. But we're gonna kind of cut it off. We're gonna talk a little bit about it in a non-spoilerly way. But it's hard to talk about it in a really deeply without spoiling it but i think we can say a little bit about it in that um for those of you who live under a rock and haven't seen the trailer uh it's about a it's a guy played by uh the main character of the movie is a guy played by daniel kalua who um mostly unknown uh he's really only movie you probably would have seen him in before this is sicario where he played um emily blunt's partner and was kind of a buzzkill in that um probably not really necessarily the the, the actor's fault but it wasn't just wasn't the most memorable character in a very good episode of um of black mirror which is one like that one of my two or three favorites of that show and that's about it so a big breakthrough role for him and he plays a um uh a, a uh, obviously, he's, he's an African American. We didn't even really say that. He's an African American guy, and he's dating a white woman, uh, played by Allison Williams of Girls Fame, and he's uh, going to meet her family for the first time. And I, th- I think they're supposed to be in New York because they reference uh, Brooklyn a couple times. And uh, but they're going up to her family's estate in upstate New York, and uh, her family sees itself as a very uh, while they're wealthy white people, they see themselves as. Uh, pretty liberal and progressive and a little more with it than uh other uh, other old white people maybe and uh so he gets there and they try and uh, ingratiate themselves to him in some ways but he meets a couple other uh black people that work in their house and he meets a lot of their white friends and uh begins to suspect that something is off and i think that's the main premise you have to know um what else what else do you really what, what else is there really to say about it besides that um not much i don't think it's basically just trying to take a as much of a real life relationship and scenario going to meet the parents kind of thing as possible and then sort of putting uh horror movie kind of social cultural appropriation type uh 
spin on it. Yeah, I didn't, and, even, I didn't even say that. It's a horror, and it's a written and directed uh, directorial debut for Jordan Peele. He also wrote Keanu, and um, so yeah, but like just kind of a weird thing for him to jump into the horror genre after being so well known for comedy. Yeah, I, I think comedy and horror a lot of times like very related in film, mm-hmm. but. Um, because I know a lot of my friends that see horror movies, they, they end up just laughing at them. But as is well documented on this podcast, I uh, I wear hoodies if I have to go see horror movies because I get scared. Did, and I guess it worked out well for you today that you you probably were you probably had one with you anyway. Given the weather in DC, you weren't like yeah. you weren't in Gainesville, Florida in the summer, like bring or in May, like bring a hoodie to the theater like you did for Green Room or something like that. Um, yeah, I came home from work, changed clothes, and then went right back to the theater so I could have a hoodie. Um, well, uh, so how did how did it work for you as like a, a how did the, I mean I guess you should say we could say without spoiling anything like. Uh, how much did you like it, and what worked? And what worked for you most about it, as far as the horror aspects, or the comedy aspects, or the social commentary aspects of it? What did you? What would you say did the most for you about it? Um, I think that it all worked. Uh, there are definitely like little things with the plot, I guess, that I sort of like annoying or convenient. But it's not. The thing is, like, it's not a movie about plot. You know what I mean? Like, the movie, regardless of what happens, is just trying to sort of portray this, what it's like for a black person. In America, trying to, whether it's a black man trying to date a white woman or the reverse or just like they're every day, like, you know, they're talking to someone at work or uh, out of the bar or whatever, like just these little like microaggression kind of things that happen to them. Um, I don't know. I think it all worked. I, I think, like I said before, I definitely laughed at some of the some of the things that were happening to him or at him maybe more than I should have. I don't know. I just I, I mean, I think Jordan Peele at the same time is like there's such a fine line between like this is really like horrifying to happen to somebody and also they can just like laugh it off. And I think that's sort of like a theme in the movie of like, you know, little instances you can laugh it off, laugh it off, laugh it off. But then it just builds up to this, to this big thing. Yeah. Some of the stuff that, um, I, I don't want to say yet why some of the stuff that I mean, like, I mean, I really liked it too, but I don't want to say quite yet why some of the stuff might, might not have worked for me. didn't work for me until we get to this board section. But I will say that stuff you're talking about where it's like little stuff that, um, white people do that, that white people that aren't very aware of themselves do that. They really don't think twice about that is actually uh, pretty low key racist and things but unfortunately like it's not going to really do unfortunately because of just the the I mean the power structure in America and it's not going to do a black person a whole lot to good to call them on their shit sometimes and unfortunately they might just have to uh just uh, smile, it off. smile yeah. and nod and I thought that was probably the part of Daniel Kaluuya's uh, performance that I liked the most where it was like he had like a very good like kind of face like you're he's just like staring yeah okay yeah, yeah okay think, whatever yeah I, I, sure I think credit to Jordan Peele too because uh a lot I think a lot of movies you could just like you know he sort of keeps the camera with him for an extra second or two and his mm-hmm. facial expressions that's and, it linger yeah yeah and and that happens a lot throughout the movie but it doesn't ever like become too much because it's such an important part of like you know this keep happening and he keeps to deal with and you can sort of see the tension building up in his face or his smiles or or whatever reaction he gives yeah for sure and i um so i mean i, I, mean, I really like that and i thought that uh i don't know like i i i, I don't know i i, I think there, there's a lot of really good details this movie gets get does really impressively that you don't really understand until the end and um 
a lot of, a lot of decisions the movie makes later on like kind of it does it does put some of the stuff in a different light if you look back on it and i think that's some of the stuff it, it does well so you really have to um you definitely need to pay close attention when you see it and uh but yeah, like I I don't think it went over. Like I mean, I really didn't know what to expect because I'm, I'm I mean I guess I saw the trailer once or twice. But I when we go to these, we talk about it a lot. We're never quite sure how if we're getting a slasher film or not. I mean, like because there's still a way to do this and make it more slashery than it was. And I, I don't think you probably re- you probably retreated to your hoodie fewer times than uh, you, you would you would in a traditional horror movie and for sure and i think it's pretty for a guy that's never directed before i think he does pull off a couple of those moments pretty nicely but because they're fewer and further between than a traditional horror movie i think that um, makes them even more memorable uh which is pretty nice and um and i'd say i mean there, there might be a point at which it maybe becomes a little more of a traditional uh thriller but I mean, that's fine. I think movies, if, if you build towards something like that, well, that's good. And I think the movie does a good job of that. Yeah, I think it does too. But at the same time, I think there's things at the uh, – at least at the end that still are culturally significant that we can get to when we talk spoilers. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, uh, do, do you have any other thoughts um, as far as like um, – I think you mentioned Daniel Kaluuya. I mean uh, uh, how do you feel about like Allison Williams? Marnie was great, man. Really, she was good. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think I think we might like girls more than like your average uh, per, like person at this point. Like, there's a lot a lot of backlash against it, and like, I, th- I th- and even specifically against her. And I mean, Weena Dunham as a person, her character as a per- character, and then you just kind of have a hard. Tr- a lot of people might have a hard time trying to see her do something else, but I think her talents are pretty well suited to this role. And no question. Well, I enjoy getting to see. Uh, uh, her, I, we, we neglected to mention that like Bradley Whitford plays her dad and Catherine Keener plays her mom, mm-hmm. and they're both really good. Yeah, like I mean, I think Bradley Whitford can probably do a role like that in his sleep, and uh, which is and he's and yeah, and he's good. Uh, Catherine Keener, I feel like, gets to play the straight woman in most things that I see her in, and so it's it was kind of cool to get to see her do some other weird stuff. Uh, I'll leave it at that because I think we're about to go into spoiler territory, and we'll talk about more of that stuff after that is there anything else you want to share it sounds like we both recommend this movie and we might have a couple of reservations that we'll delve into a little bit but nothing that would uh over hindered our overall appreciation all that much is that yeah a no, fair no. Way to say it, it? yeah for sure it's a really good movie uh it's not the best movie i've ever seen but it's it's very well done mm-hmm. at at worst which is a compliment i think okay um so yeah so we'll take a couple of second break for spoilers and then we'll be back with that All right, so Josh and I are back talking spoilers for Get Out. Um, why don't you go ahead and start, Josh? I think uh, I'm not really sure of my thoughts, like just generally on specific things. I think I'd rather you sort of you take the lead here, and then I'll, I'll, I'll sort of comment with uh, any, anything that comes to mind. Okay, yeah. So if you're listening at this point, I think you've, I mean, you've seen it, and um, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what. I, as I was watching this movie, and as it was coming down to the end, I'm, I'm not totally sure what i was expecting until we have the bigger reveal about the whole um body swapping part of it like i like i actually read some stuff online that made me appreciate some like i was hinting at earlier that made me appreciate the some of the details that the movie drops early on that are hints that become kind of obvious like after you think about it but it's like oh god that's cool i didn't even notice that um my thing was that there's definitely a part of like culture like i think one thing it, it does say pretty well about just um racism and the way white people might think they're a little more um 
accepting than they actually are in general is just that's is what the body swapping thing does and that it's like there are a lot of people that like might think they're okay and they are have a good perspective on race relations in america and they're totally fine with black people but but like if you get right down to it then they probably only really care about the black people that play for their sports teams and like there's a there's i mean it's obviously a little bit in the past but there's like the scene in do the right thing where the john Turturro character is like getting quizzed and like his famous famous favorite famous people and how he like he loves doc good and he loves eddie murphy and then but he like hates all the other black people that are in their brooklyn neighborhood and i still think there's like a lot of elements of that and i, I mean i certainly even know a lot of people like that were coming from the south, deep southeast and like growing up in a very conservative part of the country and where everyone's a college football fan like you get a lot of that so here that the movie ultimately turns into something where uh the white people are really just objectifying the black people for their bodies it's um i think it's a pretty big statement on something like that um i thought the other thing that a lot of people say the movie is trying to say and i think to a certain extent yes probably is is that um a lot of who you have to be worried about are like the the white people that think they're like totally down for the cause and that they're even more dangerous than, like, the straight-up out-and-out racist. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that notion, but as far as, like, the movie conveying that, I almost thought, like, the white people were, like, too obviously creepy and sinister for, for that to be, like, what the movie was trying to say in the first place. And, and Well, why do you think that, though? Because, the, I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole thing is because it's, like, a juxtaposition with Allison Williams' character, right? Is like there. He's he can recognize, and she can even recognize. Like, wow, this is fucked up, right? And he, but at the same time, and he feels for her, and he thinks like, uh, I mean, as far as the movie lets you know, like he's well, no, like, I, I think I think it works more for her. I'm, I was talking about like the other old white people that were there. Like, yeah, her, hers is like yeah, because like she plays that role perfectly of like the 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 white girl that thinks she like that is like totally woke and everything, and then turns into something like far worse. But it's like. All of the other white people at the party, like, I never, like, the movie wasn't even trying to put, portray them that way. It was, like, they were just straight up, like, well, they, they come off as, like, straight up dumb racist. And then when you come back and look at it, it's more like they're saying things where they're, like, checking out his body for whether or not they want to auction it, bid on it at the auction. Um, yeah. But either way, it's just, like, I never thought these were people that were, like, her or even the Bradley Whitford character that were, like, really trying to... Um, like they, they didn't even like give off like the vibe that they were trying to like be totally down and were totally with it. Like like the Bradley Whitford guy, like I voted for Obama the third. Th- I would have voted for yeah, Obama but, the third. But, time, so. but that's different than being. You know what I mean? They could have been like. I guess the the opposite is like someone that either voted for Trump or is like Obama was a terrible president, and they're like outwardly having this conversation with the black guy, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is I would have almost preferred it just have all of those people be a little bit more like the Bradley Whitford guy than as like saying like they could have said like I, I i guess it is funny where it's like yes people do say racist stuff like that but i don't know like i guess i would have wanted them to be a little more subtle about it if that is the point the movie is trying to make um but like i mean i i still laughed at a lot of the stuff that happened because it's like those are things that a like a racist or somewhat racist aloof person might say when they aren't really and not not aware of what it actually is how it's actually coming off but I mean, as far as if you're just trying to say like the the liberal elites that aren't as uh, progressive with when it comes to relations race relations as they think, if it's those people just being the more dangerous ones, it works more I think if they're, like they're more like the Bradley Cooper character than or not Bradley Cooper Bradley Whitford character mm-hmm. than uh, than than a lot of those other old white people. 
And but like that, um, that was like my one little quibble, like I, where it could have gone a bit differently. But like like I said, like I, that's just that's just like a, that's a minor thing in the grand scheme of things, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think the way I saw it was more of like, I guess these people are saying like I don't think he's trying to be so subtle. I think he's trying to like he's trying to make a movie to show like this is the kind of shit that happens, mm-hmm. right? And it's not like. Like people just say things and they they think it's okay, right? And that's sort of the problem is like even when he gets to the house and the guy is like Bradley Whitford is like, so how long has this thing been going on? It's like it's like, but like that shit happens, right? Like that's I I don't think that that's uh, I don't know. No, no, Um, I'm I'm saying like it's not like yeah, I, I I totally agree. Like all that stuff are things that happen. I'm just saying if you're trying to appreciate the movie's message in that one way is just one theory I heard and it's like it's something that I would have agreed with where I think the movie could have addressed it differently but if if you're just talking about it is like if like I, I I almost I'm just saying it works more for me it's just like an example of like how people just don't know how to act than sure a message about like uh, well the, well not even that not, not even don't know how to act it's that they feel the need to act differently because somebody is black they don't like they're not true to themselves you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. like they're actively they like can't, oh, they this can't, is they, a black they, person i need to change how i'm like what my yeah. vernacular whatever else that guy can't like they don't they don't think he can just like function like at a normal party or whatever yeah like, without having, um, having to treat him differently yeah and then the other thing which you sort of touched on which to me was like the most interesting thing of the movie. Uh, I didn't necessarily like the entire like body swapping, um, like at like physical body swapping, um, plot line, I guess, Hmm. but just like the whole appropriation of like white people or whoever always like sort of trying like, Oh, this white person's trying to be black. This person thinks they're black, but this movie is like, these people literally want to be black, right? Like they want to experience like, their body being black and whatever else. Um, but at the same time, they sort of like whitewash it because they don't like the body swapping thing. Isn't just like a consciousness thing. You know what I mean? Like they still, they're like being white in a black person's body. And it's kind of a strange, um, appropriation, but it's interesting. Like the literal, that's what I'm saying. They they, they only, they like, that's, that's why I would say it worked for me more is like of them objectifying black people in that way, because, because, because of how they go about the body swap thing. Like there's a, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a different road. The movie could have headed down, but like that show that, that was me to me saying like, Oh, that's all they really think they're good for. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, for sure. That's definitely one of the takes. And then I, I I just was speaking like generally like how people, uh, you know, there's always like a turn of phrase, like, Oh, that person's trying to be black. Right. And then this is the literal physical transformation. Where where did you think, where did you think it was heading? Um, well, uh, I wasn't, I really had no idea. Like the plot was pretty cool feeling too. Well, the plot was kind of strange. Um, in just the sense of like, you really don't know what's going to happen because the thing that was interesting to me was the Catherine Keener thing. Sit down with him was so early in the movie uh-huh. um, where she hypnotizes him or whatever. Um, and we don't really see the effects of that right away, I guess, until he's trying to leave at the end uh-huh. um, because she we don't know if that was a dream or not. And then he has the whole thing where he talks to Walter um, and then he's like, oh, fuck, that shit actually happened. <laughs> um, but I, I really didn't know, but I, I also, <laughs> well, you know, you notice how they, uh, they, they, uh, um, they, they kind of, they, they dropped a little hint where, uh, where they were having tea on the patio 
and uh, at one point it throws off the what's what's the um, grand, yeah, grandma's jo- name Georgina uh, Georgina yeah Georgina um, Regina Georgina Georgina yeah, yeah. yeah it throws her off at one point where she like after Captain Keener's spoon hits the thing is when she stumbles yeah. so it's yeah, like because yeah. they're under hypnosis the whole time so mm-hmm. it's like dropping hints as to how that works early on but yeah you yeah. you're not really sure what effect it has actually had on him when he wakes up which I mean. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 that's fine. I, I don't. It didn't really. I don't think it hinders your enjoyment of it that they hide the ball a little bit like that. But it does keep you guessing yeah. for sure, and you're not totally yeah. sure what's going on. I kind of. I, I, here's the thing, and I, I hate to say it, but I kind of was like on the Allison Williams thing pretty early. Hmm. Um, I didn't know, but the thing is, like, I didn't know what the plot was going to be, right? Like, I didn't know where the movie was going. But as soon as she was like. Oh no! I didn't tell my parents that you're black. I was like, oh, this bitch. Like, yep. Oh. Like, see, I was. She's, I was not, I, she's not straight. I was on it before the pictures, but I don't, not that early. Um, well, well, I, but but the thing is, they do a really good job because she's the one who's like actively talking to him, like, oh my god, I can't believe my my mm-hmm. parents said this or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, like I told you so, and she's pr- and and she's pretty. She plays it really well, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. so they sort of took me back, like, out of the mindset for a while. Um. But I definitely like you could just I don't know maybe it's just me I, I need to I wish I could just like turn my brain off and just watch the movie without like guessing what I think is gonna happen <laughs> because I hate that <laughs> um, it was definitely like a, a great reveal too when he's just like going through the pictures and you're like you're like oh she dated oh she oh, oh. <laughs> it's like fuck and then the last two pictures you're just like oh god he's dead. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I really didn't know where it was going, but I, it's definitely an interesting plot, and um, I guess even if it was just like a horror movie, like alone, it would probably be still pretty good, right? Yeah. So uh, no, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, like I said, it works well with all the horror tropes on a technical level, which is pretty cool for a first-time director like that. Uh, what did you think of the final sequence? Uh, like when you saw the cop car pull up, like everyone in my theater was like, "Oh, oh shit." Man. Well, he, yeah, that's what, so that's what I was referencing earlier with, like, even though you, you noted how it sort of starts to take a traditional horror movie mm-hmm. trope kind of vibe, mm-hmm. right? And then the cops come, and I th- I was thinking either it was going to be um, a cop that was, like, either, like, one of their friends or something. It, like, it might have been a black person, but it might have been someone that was white that they put into that body, and then they killed him. Oh, yeah. Or, or I, um, I, my head went to the guy from the beginning. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So then my second thing was, well, you know, he did all this work to get out of this, like, social construct, and then it's going to look like the black guy was trying to kill a white girl, and the cop's just going to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, like God, and then, and then, I was and like, she starts playing along. She's like, help me, help me, help me. I know. I was like, this fucking bitch. Um, I was so mad because I was like, man, he's really going to die. But it is pretty brilliant, uh-huh. though, that they that – they, I mean, like, they could have done it like that, and that would have been – I mean, that still would have been a fine way to end it. But just the fact that, like, he plays with the audience like that. Like, he knows yes. that's where our head is going to go and what that says about just, like, the world. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty, I know. It's pretty telling, like, that he doesn't even have to t- give us a sad ending because he just, he just knows that we're going to think about, like, the fact that our heads went there in the first place is sad enough, you know? Yeah, and there was still a lot of tension to me even when he got in the car with Rod because I was like, can you guys just drive away, please? Like, I go, go, that, go, 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 go. Like, I thought Marty was going to get up and try to shoot him or something, and, like, <laughs> I was just like, man, this is this is a lot happening right now. 
<laughs> but uh, no, I liked it. I thought the end was pretty appropriate. Um, I kind of wish we got a little bit more mm-hmm. um, at like after the fact, but I guess that actually doesn't matter because it would just be like, yeah, white people are racist. Like that's findings, <laughs> breaking news. Did you, I, did you laugh a lot at his, at his friend? I mean, that was some more the broader humor. Oh, bit, Rod, like, he yeah, was Rod pretty was funny. Great, man. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was really, he was really good. I'd never seen him in anything else, he but like, he was. Sex awesome. life! Sex life! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was such, a, such an obvious joke to make, but like he was still hilarious. Yeah. Um, but he's not, I mean, he's also not like wrong because Lakeith Stanfield was kind of like, like he was this old white dude who's having sex with this, like old white lady yeah i gotta give a shout out to him he's my dude and like he, he he's like still willing to like he's gonna be a star but he's like still down to like show up and pop up in these things for like i mean his role was pretty important though his yeah, role was, was like was pretty important. big yeah and like in um like it was just it was just funny in a different way like he was like i i was just like god he seems like such a like a dweeb and like i, I just like how he played that it was like god how did i not see it coming because of like just how how much of an old white man he was acting like. It's like, I should have seen it because he, he was so good being an old, acting like an old white man. And I still didn't really get the, I didn't get the point of it till they actually showed the, um, like, made, did the brain surgery reveal thing. Um, yeah. I, so the other thing was sort of like the reversal of typical social slash horror movie tropes was just the first scene in the movie where it's like, oh, black guy walking down the street, white people should be scared. And they just totally flip it. And it's like, Black guy scared of car, even in like black guy scared of being in the white neighborhood, and he ends up being the victim of this like, I guess kidnapping, whatever you want to call it, um, which ends up being her brother. Is that, is I think that that's right? What, yeah, I think that's pretty. That's pretty clear. That's what it's supposed to be. I think. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird though because it doesn't really seem to follow their whole like plan. Looking back, because like she, Marnie, uh, dates the black dudes, and then she brings them home, and then they get. Um, brainwash, and then the, he just goes in the middle of the street and just takes his black dude from the street, like because the, they even mentioned how they weren't even close to like any houses, so that must have been like in a normal neighborhood. So take like, how do they even? I guess you know they, what I'm I guess, saying. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can just uh, like it, it, the whole entire way in which she got him there was so so uh, so more so much more uh, willing, and like even him sitting down across from Catherine Keener to get hypnotized initially was still somewhat um uh, sketchy as fuck cons- yeah. like still consensual on his part to even sit in that yeah. room in the first place so it's like yeah it's just like, you're right it, it is it is very different i mean i guess they can have different approaches but it just seems i don't i don't know um i guess his is probably more efficient um that's uh, i guess <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> um uh what did you think of that that well actually actually sorry sorry you know what's really interesting now which i hadn't thought of before was Looks like the brother was just gonna straight up sleeper hold him right at the first night at the at the dinner table, instead of like going along with the plan. <laughs> well, I, I yeah he was, was he was supposed to be drunk though, right? Um, I yeah I think he was being a little too eager, kind of maybe. But yeah, it, but he w- if he would have put him in a sleeper hold, then he would have just. I mean, did, did you like how that guy was just so weird? Like, or you no, think would have made more? Really. I, I I kind of would have rather. I mean. He didn't really fit in with the family's like, like vibe. Yeah, why? Why did it seem like they should have just make him, made him like a preppy white guy with like a dark side instead of like kind of like a a, a weird yeah. a weird bro who's like half asleep kind of when he's talking and I don't know. Yeah, um, I, 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 I I didn't. I don't know him. who played that role, but he wasn't very good. Yeah, I didn't particularly enjoy him. I, I mean, like I've heard other people praise him, and I was just like, eh, whatever. No, it was just sort of weird. It would have been more interesting because, like, profile, physical profile wise, like the parents and Allison Williams are all like clean cut, like 
very like aware of what, themselves and he's got this like, shitty beard and fucked up hair and he's fucking weird and so maybe if he was like if he was somehow like different from them it would have made more sense mm-hmm. um but he was i mean they're all the same he's just a fucking weirdo just even though he's like even more than <laughs> mm-hmm. he can be for killing black people i guess yeah uh, i i agree um I actually like the Steven Root character a lot, uh, homie from Dodgeball, uh, the blind guy. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. Um, I was hoping he would, like – oh, I'm glad he, like, didn't save anybody because then, like, white savior kind of thing. But he – like, I I bought into it. I was like, oh, like, he's going to save him because he's going to – He's just—he's he, more, you know. He 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 can see everything, even even though he can't see anything. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, he like like he likes him because of his art. He's gonna save him, and then I was like, and then yeah. it's like, nah, man, he's just selfish too. Yeah, like it's all just another kind of another statement about how like just like just being totally deceitful and pretending to be totally with it and not. So yeah, much. and and sort of just another thing of like you know taking the talents of uh, African American person. Wanting it for yourself, selfishly, oh, et cetera. For sure, for sure. Um, trying to think of the same thing. You know, they shot it in Alabama, um, which I thought was interesting. Did they? Yeah, like, like on a plantation there, even though I guess it's um, upstate New York. Uh, but thought that was kind yeah. of uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, what did you think of the deer scene? Was did it fit in the movie for you? Like the <sighs> beginning when they're driving up there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, like was that was that supposed to be the deer the actual deer at the end like in the no place? I think it was I think it was just uh, giving us a showcase in Allison Williams like defending him yeah well and how well and actually when she was defending him like it was like she didn't want there to be a paper trail like so that was a point someone else made um, uh, uh, yeah that was like another small yeah, detail like, that's she, what like, that, yeah she uh, she might have been trying to play the like play like the the totally um totally with it girlfriend on being totally down with down with it and want to know act how the meaning black guys trying to it. yeah so there's that too like they can't really have any kind of record of him going up there uh, so i thought that was one of the details that, that was one yes. of the details i read after the fact which i thought was yes. cool um, yeah, 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 um, for sure. But yeah, like I mean, so it definitely that one served. Like I, 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 I had a. I mean, I liked how when I just thought it was her putting on an act. Like I thought it was like a pretty good show, and then I read that and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome. Actually, but like apparently, apparently he was a lot more like another tell. I guess was he he was a lot more like worried about the deer, and she was just like whatever, and about the deer itself. Well, I, I think that he was. He sort of wanted to look at it for his camera, no? Because he like takes pictures of the wilderness and stuff. Or okay. well, it's been it's been. Um... Or maybe it's just like him being like sort of like a metaphor for like deer and headlights kind of thing. Because um, he's going to like hang out with all these white people, okay. and it's gonna like shit's gonna come out of nowhere and hit him. It's been <laughs> two know. weeks since I saw it, so I I guess I didn't yeah. remember his uh, the photography aspect of that, but yeah. Um... Yeah. Well, he didn't take a picture of it, I don't think, but just generally, I meant like, because the Stephen Rook guy talks about how how Daniel uh, takes pictures of like the wilderness and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- we, I mean, I have, like, a whole list of stuff we could sit on and dwell here, but, like, uh, I think, I mean, everyone's seen the movie. Like, there's a lot being written about it online that's actually pretty interesting if you want to go check it out for yourself. You just Google Deadspin Get Out. There's a pretty um, cool com- – in the dead comment section of Deadspin, in addition to the body of the story, there's a lot of, like, little details like that that people picked up from earlier. Like, the whole thing about, like – the the grandpa running at night was him like re- reenacting the whole thing where he lost to Jesse Owens. Um, um, yeah, like mm-hmm. there, there's like a lot of little things like that that like you, you can like go back and read about. I'll send you the thing. Uh, and he um, said he almost got over it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to read that. Send that to me after yeah. the after the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think we kind of exhausted sort of stuff to talk about. I mean, like Josh said, there's always little things you could keep dwelling on but um i think we had a good discussion about it so uh i think that's it for this podcast you can find me on twitter at a clambake a-k-l-a-m-b-a-k-e i'm at josh chernovoy j-o-s-h-j-u-r-n-o-v-o-y podcast twitter is 52 and 52 pod podcast email is 52 and 52 pod at gmail.com uh thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time